0: Hi, this is Karen, and we are beside ourselves with excitement because we are about to broadcast uh, a conversation with Jex Blackmore, who two days ago on live TV in Detroit, a Fox TV station, this woman took an abortion
1: pill. I was uh, going about my day today, and I get a text that says, alert with (laughs) <laughs> many exclamation points. Turns out we, we were getting noticed that not only did Jex take the medical abortion medication on live TV, she was also willing to be on our podcast today, which is awesome.
2: Red Cloaks Radio is a production of the Boston Red Cloaks. Hi, this is Jesse with Red Cloaks Radio, and I'm joined today with my co host Hi, I'm Karen from
1: Boston Red Cloaks. And I'm Laura from Boston Red Cloaks. We are
2: so excited to spend some time with Jex Blackmore. Hello. Hi, it's great to be here. Thanks for inviting me in. You kind of rocked our world today. Uh, I was sitting there looking at Instagram and our friend Viva Ruiz had posted this really amazing footage of you on Fox News there in Michigan. Uh, and... It just was like, we were texting like oh, quickly reach out. Wow.
1: Then we got the alert text.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like five exclamation points. So um, what happened? <laughs> so so Jex, as far as we know, this is the first time anyone has had an abortion on television.
3: Yeah. I'm, I know that there has been some kind of live stream. I've heard that there's been a live stream in the past or some recording that's been posted years ago, but um, yeah, I'm not, I'm also not aware if anyone's had an abortion on live TV before. It's Especially not, me- on Fox. <laughs>
2: <laughs> not on Fox. Well, I don't know if anyone remembers when Katie Couric had a colonoscopy on television. But oh, I'm, yes. like,
3: I'm
2: like, it was, it was riveting and it was really important health news. And I think that you have just made that moment in history. Oh, thank you. Well,
3: mm-hmm. you know, I think it is like incredibly important that people see it happening and know that it is as easy as taking a pill, not, you know, we, of course, didn't have time to go through the entire process of a medical abortion, but the theoretically, it's just that simple.
2: So there's a really broad national campaign right now happening, helping people get accurate information. How did you get yeah. connected?
3: Yeah, so I've been doing abortion advocacy work for almost a decade now, uh, you know, and in, in often including performance art as part of my advocacy. And then um, I have I met Viva uh, and the folks that Shout Your Abortion years ago at a conference in Brooklyn. And so we kind of just stayed in touch and I, I wanted to know how to get involved in this abortion pill campaign, which is an information campaign to make sure that folks know that they can now legally get abortion pills through the mail, straight to home without ever having go, to go to a clinic. Especially, I live in a state that has a trigger law in place. So if Roe v. Wade is overturned, it would automatically be criminalized in my state. So I really wanted to make sure that folks in Detroit uh, where I live had access to that information.
2: It's just stunning. For anyone who hasn't seen it yet, you gotta go and Google Michigan, Fox News, abortion, television. Yeah, it's on my YouTube page too. So tell people exactly where to find you. We'd rather have people find you through you than Fox
3: yeah yeah you can yeah. find me you, you can find the video on youtube i have a channel it's just my name jex blackmore and on all social media accounts it my my username is jex blackmore so you can find the video there and information i have a question jex um
0: how did
3: this interview on uh,
0: television come about i mean did they reach out to you that 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 a newscaster looked so uncomfortable and his ex, his entire expression, the entire time could have been subtitled, "Why am I here? <laughs> who, who are these? Women? And, and he, what, what time is it? Uh, and so, and <laughs> in, in the other person, the contra person didn't look particularly at at ease either you were the one who was just like, "Oh,
3: this is my party." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, this past week, I it was engaged in a guerrilla wheat pasting poster campaign around the city of Detroit, putting up posters that say abortion pills forever with um, abortion pill, uh, share abortion Info" so all over the city. So I had pitched that story to um, multiple local news sources. And I had actually been on that segment, which is called let it rip which is um a really fun title but it's a you know I've, i had been on that show years ago um on two different occasions arguing in one case about abortion access and another about religious liberty so i knew the hosts and uh they were familiar with me as a as a as a good guest i suppose um and you know typically it's always just been ten minutes of people just yelling at each other and uh, very little gets done. But that was that was pre-COVID, so I think the fact that we had we were on video gave us a little more space um, and time to talk. But yeah, I mean, I I didn't tell anyone I was gonna do it. I didn't really decide that I was gonna do it until about a day before. Um, and so I think that the shock really. And, and I was thinking very hard it, throughout the interview, you know. I don't want to get into the ethics of abortion. I don't want to have that conversation in such a short period of time. And I know that it's, I'm not going to win anyone over, but I, I was like, I'm going to take the pill and I'm going to make sure folks know where they can get the pill. So um, I was thinking a lot about timing and how to make that work with, the, with some time for them to react.
1: Yeah, and, and where did they find this, this woman to, to counter you?
3: Yeah, so she's, an, uh, she's actually a very prolific Anti-choice uh, activist and attorney, she speaks regularly at conferences and has claims to have convinced uh, Governor Rick Perry to um, exclude a rape exemption from his anti-abortion legislation. She uh, was the her mother. Um, she was she's adopted, but her mother was raped, and that's so she's you know uh, extremely against uh exceptions Ah. for for rape so she's a she's a real extremist
1: Mm -hmm. and um
3: and i think someone who does a lot of harm to a lot of people with her messaging
1: i was impressed the way that like she was shut down i i kind of half expected when i first started to watch to see you know you just being dogged by somebody but but she she didn't know what to do (laughs) it was it was kind of awesome to watch
0: yeah she wasn't very intelligible Mm -mm. and i don't think it was just even just the 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 quality of the of the sound i have a question for you Jex. a little bit um more about the availability of of these these pills i have a concern about how that message is going to get to people who are may- maybe new to the country or they they could have a lot of challenges in their life and and how is that message going to get to them so that they know this is you know if if this terrible thing happens in Michigan is how,
3: how are you reaching these people yeah yeah that's a great question it's something that we've been thinking about a lot uh it's one reason why i wanted to go on fox because i know that you know, there's a a chance that there are many, many viewers who would normally not get access to that information who watches that program and who may need an abortion. Um, We are also working on translating the website and information so that folks who, where English is not their first language, can also get access to that information. And also building networks of support. So you know, fly, like, I think that DIY methods of, of flowering, putting pamphlets in, rest stops is, is actually, you know if it gets the message to one or two or three people, I think that's fantastic if we, if we otherwise wouldn't have. But also we're trying to make sure that we have systems of support, networks of support that can operate because while I, I'm happy to say, yes, you can get abortion pills by the mail and you can get them risk-free, Currently, of course, there are places in, like I think Mississippi, where they're they're working to restrict abortion access through mail, and you know, so you you you'll still be able to access them, but not not without potential risk, and especially for people of color or just dis, other disenfranchised groups, um, the risk will be higher. So we wanna make sure that there are way, networks, of, networks and, and um, systems in place to ensure that those folks have access and can take them safely and have the resources that they need um, when, we're, when we're operating outside of the, the legal justice system.
2: I thought it was so perfect when uh, you were asked, you were both guests were asked, what about when the Supreme Court makes her decision? you know, what if they decided to legal and you just answered so beautifully by just saying, do you wanna repeat what you said?
3: Yeah, I, I said, it doesn't matter because we're gonna do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that that is, I mean, you know we spend a lot of time, a lot of money and a lot of effort trying to shape a, a, a legal system which is inherently broken and uh, unjust. And I, and I don't think that that it can be reformed quite frankly And so, um, and I think that our efforts to uh, see reform through has not quite frankly been effective. So how can we redirect our energy and resources to just on the ground um, systems to make sure that people get the healthcare that they need. And I I think, I wish it wasn't that way and it feels very unnecessary (laughs) that it would have to be but um, unfortunately that's the reality. But in the, on the same hand, on the same on the same time, I think it really also provides us with the space to get more involved and engaged and actually see the way that we act have uh, a direct impact on our community and our neighbors.
2: I'm thinking ratings on some level for that network must have gone up on that channel. I mean, people must have heard about it. And now I'm just kind of wondering, are you being contacted by other affiliates of that station
3: to come visit? So it's interesting because they, as far as I know, have not reposted the video they, they normally post their videos uh from that segment let it rip online um and i kept asking for the video and they were like oh we've had some technical issues and um and apparently they got a bunch of hate mail some some supportive but a lot of hate mail and they have not posted it and i i actually only got my hands on it because of um a connection and i know that they're following and they've seen so there's been some journalists that have re- reached out to me and i've done interviews with since then um, but I think they're kind of waiting to see what the fallout is before committing to mm. even sharing or talking. I mean, I think that they're considering just trying to erase it from wow. their memory. Oh, uh, but I, it's, but you know, again, it's as long as it's um, been preserved online, which it is now. I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good about it.
2: I think well, we really want to encourage anyone who's listening: go and find Jacks online, go find social media. And please share it because it first of all, it's accurate information. second of all, I think they got caught with their sort of pants down because what you did was so elegant and simple, and then I also have to ask, did you ask for water? Did they just provide
3: it? <laughs> no, yeah, I know, I had a one <laughs> set up next next to me i i uh I had everything I needed and ready to go, yeah, and I think you know actually when you're when you talk about what i mean i I know what I was saying was accurate, but there's a part that I really regret not being able to address where she, the, um, the anti-abortion uh, arguer, um, Rebecca Kiesling, says that I can reverse my abortion and advocates for abortion reversal. And that mm-hmm. is an incredibly harmful narrative that I'm, I'm mm-hmm. seeing more and more. I mean, there's a billboard nearby my house, I think that that is uh, suggests that you can reverse your abortion. And the way that it would work is that they give you these massive doses of hormones to try to revive essentially a pregnancy, which does not work. There is no credible evidence that it works. And in fact, it can cause a great deal of harm and damage to your body. And if let's just say you were able to carry the pregnancy to term, it will likely cause severe birth defects. So I just want everybody to know that this is not, that is not a viable solution. And if anybody is suggesting that you can reverse an abortion, they are just um, putting your life at risk.
0: Well, it's another misinterpretation of science, their idea of science, Mm -hmm. every once in a while, they think, oh, let's throw science back at those,
1: at those, uh, at those feminists. So much false information out there. The other thing that she said that made me so mad was the piece about screaming in your bathroom while picking up Uh pieces of your be off the floor and i'm like that is not how it works like no. yeah that was
3: it was so dramatic and you know and when you when you don't have facts and and information that is reliable and credible i think people often do result to fear um
1: mm-hmm.
3: as an arguing tactic which of course like doesn't serve anyone any good and i think does have i mean i i have have led um and supported folks through their own abortion, medical abortion experiences and they're afraid. And I think that sucks because, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know, everybody's experience is different and I've had both a surgical and medical abortion in my past and the medical abortion was far less pleasant. Um, and, you know, and I, and I don't want to sugarcoat it like it, 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 it's a breeze, although I know some people that have said that that was their experience. Um, I was extremely uncomfortable Uh, but you know it's nowhere near the the amount of physical pain and and potential damage a a pregnancy would cause your body and so I don't want to you know I think that the concept that and I don't know I I remember one of my abortions actually I think that the the biggest clot that I had passed was in a big lat's bathroom (laughs) it was just like oh like maybe that was Maybe that was it, and it's over, and it's fine. <laughs> you know, so like, I don't know the the you know. Yes, it's it's like not a very fun procedure, um, but it is not complicated, and um, and is certainly not, or does not have to be traumatic. We've learned a lot
2: here that many legislators don't know anything about female biology. They don't understand menstruation at all. So for them, if you actually sat down and described having a period with them a heavy period, they would be really upset by that. So they certainly don't understand miscarriages, they don't understand medication abortions, they don't get it, and it's uh you know it's it is <laughs> unfortunate that sex ed and biology aren't taught enough that everybody really understands how their body works. Um, we really want to make sure people can find you. And so I'm going to spell your website so people can find you. It's J-E-X Blackmore, B-L-A-C-K-M-O-R-E, no dot, no underscore, no space, jexblackmore.com. And also encourage people to check out shoutyourabortion.com. The other narrative that I think was uh, so beautifully laid out for you is people who started medication abortion don't regret it. They're actually Mm -hmm. making a choice and so this idea that people would suddenly not like the choice that they themselves made is a false narrative too.
3: So I yeah, so, yeah go ahead. Yeah, I agree completely. I think something I've been talking about for years is the 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 element of a, of my abortion experience and what I hear from so many people is the 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 hardest part is dealing with the stigma and the kind of uh regressive laws that are surrounding how you have actually obtain an abortion. So you know the idea that you have to read state mandated uh, mandated state written information. You have to wait several days potentially. You know that you have to jump through all these hoops. It can be really stressful and really hard. And it's not even anything about the medical procedure. And I think just just to to touch on the point you referenced earlier, that what politicians don't understand is yeah when you ask somebody to wait 72 hours be- between a doctor's appointment you are forcing them to potentially take time off of work to try to pay for right. travel lodging you know 60 percent of women who get abortions or, or people who get abortions uh, are already parents so there's child care it's a, a massive burden and right. a huge stress and you know so like it, 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 there's a, a misunderstanding that's an, it's an economic issue it's a racial issue and um and I think it's really important that we uh, focus on uh, accurate information and and completely revolutionizing our uh, sex education system so that folks have the information that they need to make these decisions. And and also it will reduce the rate of abortion, which is excellent. But you know, I think that those things are. It, it feels harder. Like it feels like those are less in our grasp now, um, when we are just fighting for this basic service, unfortunately.
0: I'd you like don't. to ask a question about um, your performance art. Do you mm-hmm. include uh, your activism um, for medical abortion as part
3: of your performance art? Or is that? Yeah, t- I mean, that, yeah, that's a good question. I, I, I think that um, as an artist that you have uh, ethical responsibility to be um, cognizant of your, your, your values and um And so I think that all activism is performative, and I mean, I think when a politician goes up on and gives a speech, it's a performance, and so we are actually all kind of reacting and observing in the in using the same the language of performance and so i I do think that the line is very thin the the veil between uh healthcare activism and performance art is um very thin for me. I think that they lend themselves quite quite well to to one another
1: what's been your feedback since this i know it hasn't been that long but like have you gotten any feedback
3: i've gotten so much feedback and it's (sighs) i mean i would i mean yeah yeah, yes this is the first time i've talked publicly about um an abortion and and but it is the the first time that i've received overwhelming support um I would say that there's like one percent of negative feedback that I've gotten it personally. I know that there are forums and websites up where there are people just losing their shit right now <laughs> um and and it's actually really funny um I'm apparently like a satanic cult leader who's just enjoying murdering my babies mm. but um and but that doesn't really bother me. I think that's um. It's, pretty, it's something that's pretty cool to have on the resume but uh, most people have written to me and said that this was amazing or that they um, just found a level of relief to know that there are people out there who are uh, engaging in this uh procedure in a way that doesn't bother them that they don't have to feel guilty about not really caring and that anything that they can you know and it's risky that's the other thing it's really risky to talk about abortion publicly because you do get death threats and you it's it can be dangerous and it's some it's a place where I've been before so it's an easier um burden I guess to take on if that's one way of putting it for me so that other people can be safe and I'm happy um to do that because I think People do need to, but um, I'm I'm unfortunately uh, a white woman who has a level of privilege that allows me to to put myself in harm's way when um when kind of you know engaging in these pro-abortion stunts, so to speak. <laughs> um, but I think that they're important and necessary. So the feedback has been really encouraging. Oh, good. We're going to be
2: extremely excited. We won't ask here. So there's surprises out there, but we're going to be excited to see what you, what you do next, bringing, bringing all of your skills, your brilliance intellectually, and also your artistic genius into this space is just very inspiring. And I hope some people who are listening come up with their own brand new ideas of things we've never seen before to help advocate because we sure need it. Will you come back Yes. (laughs) Yes, I will. I will. This has been really nice. So we will follow up and we will look forward to seeing you. And again, for anyone who's listening, will you please share your social media info?
3: Yes, it's Jax Blackmore um, across all accounts on Twitter and Instagram or even on Facebook. And that's J-E-X-B-L-A-C-K-M-O-R-E. And um, you can go to JaxBlackmore.com uh, to see past work that i've i've done and and learn about what's coming up that's
1: Fantastic.
2: awesome all right we're very excited again thank you for just jumping in here today you definitely yeah. made our
3: day yeah
0: Yeah.
2: thank you very yeah,
3: much. thank you
0: it was great it was really great wish you so much luck keep up yes, the good thank work you.
3: <laughs> thank you
2: you've been listening to red cloaks radio a production of the boston red cloaks find us at bostonredcloaks.com